Hello, and welcome to The Funny Thing About Yoga, where we talk all things yoga and maybe make you laugh a little bit. I'm Gianna Gambino. And I'm Bradshaw Wish. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. My name is Bradshaw Francis Wish. I am a full-time yoga teacher based in Chicago, and I'm here with Gianna Maria Antoinette Gambino. And it's Marie and no Antoinette. Marie, it would be cool though if it was, it was Marie Gianna Antoinette. Marie Antoinette, but no. Um, and we are actually here doing our bonus episode, answering your questions. So we are so excited that you're here. Before I forget, don't forget to rate review, subscribe. And we like, I would actually prefer maybe like a paragraph or true just talking about us. So we know that you're actually listening and that's like, it was great. It was, you could be like, I loved an episode four and Bradshaw says blah, 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 like stuff like that. That would be really, oh, we want nice. specifics. We want specifics. We're like, you yeah. know, I want to know who you like more me or Gianna, me. Um, so <laughs> I know that I'm going to lose that one, which is really sad, but you know, I've accepted it. Um, I love it. You love it. Yes. Okay. How was your day, Gigi? My day was good. I actually began with a massage, which was much needed. And then I taught a class and then I saw you and my dog ate your dog's food. And now she has a balloon belly. She's literally a hundred pounds. <laughs> no, my dog is four pounds and ate dog food for a hundred pound dog. And she legitimately has a balloon belly. That's a balloon balloon. And she also has pancreatitis. So this will be an interesting evening. So um, the thing is, is like when I look at Gianna's dog and like, I'm like, how the fuck can a dog like that have pancreatitis? Like how big is its goddamn pancreas? Do you, it, <laughs> I can't answer this question. It's a little tiny pancreas, but it can't handle fat. That's, that's the issue. You can't handle what? Like the pancreas breaks down fat. So, fat. The, so she has oh. to eat low fat food. Do you get, do you get it? Um, yeah, I guess. So, okay, so we wait, have can some I say- really, I'm actually really, what? Well, what I are you s- trying to annoy me about? Oh, I'm, I'm wait, trying- wait, 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 what? Okay. Before we <laughs> I'm that, actually going to ta- kill you. <laughs> can you, can you, t- can you tell them like how good I'm doing at saving money on my condo? Okay. If you guys want to know something about Bradshaw is that he literally has never done any research about anything, any big, (laughs) any big purchase that he should ever make in life. Like I'm talking like home repairs, AC replacements, like renovating a bathroom, things like that. Like someone will be like, Oh, it's going to be 50 grand. He's like, okay. And like, no questions asked. And I'm, and so I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, okay, let me gather more information, find the best price. So I'm it's, teaching the thing is that him a lot. She's like, she's, she's teaching me so much. And she I literally was going to pay like a, a grand or something to install a door. And she literally got the door and the installation for like a quarter of the price. I'm like, where are you from? The, the yeah, thing is, no, he is was, so was going to pay. No, don't tell you were going to pay don't like 1500 and I did it for 450. Okay. And he, then he had the audacity after I went online, found the door 
like literally had to show him how to measure it. Like I was talking to a newborn and then um, found like someone who installs closet doors. And then he goes, aren't I doing so well? And I'm like, <laughs> at what? Literally sitting there and answering your phone and letting me do all the work. Like, I yeah, gotta you're... be real though. I gotta be real. Like when Gianna does stuff like that, it actually turns me on. Like, I, like <laughs> I, but I, because the thing, the thing, no, I gotta be real though. This is serious. If you want to know my love language, anyone out there, if you want to sleep with me, my love language is <laughs> acts of service, acts of service. And I mean service in all forms. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we are going to get to our questions and I just want to have a small moment to talk about this. We love getting the audio questions, but I've had a lot of people tell me that they don't like, they're not necessarily looking to have their voice on the podcast. So we have been getting a lot of written ones in through both our Instagram when we pull uh, the audience for it and also through our website. So in this episode will be the first time where we have a mixture of like reading your questions and also playing the audio. Can we start with the reading? I'm so excited to answer this question. Yeah, so we've got, we, we got we've got some really good questions. Me, I, 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 there's just one I'm really excited about. So, can we start with the first question because this is I can't wait. Okay, all right, let's play it. Hi, question within a question. The first question would be: What is the best lower body attire, for lack of a better word, to wear for somebody who has uh, assigned male at birth genitalia, uh, as far as like yoga pants or certain underwear or shorts, what's the best move? And the question within the question there, uh, is around, uh, Eagle being the bane of my existence. So I've talked to instructors about certain strategies to, um, I, I guess <laughs> to adjust the material in a way that is subtle um, but also that still leads to certain issues around uh, compression around said bits to the point where uh, it's legitimately painful and I've had to take breathers or, or walk out of class. Uh, just feels like one of those things that it's like a taboo to bring up, especially in a space that's not, that's uh, dominated by women. Uh, yeah, I just it's one of those like quiet things. So I'd love to know strategies, what to do to not have to uh die inside every time that we do eagle legs or i go into like a crunching eagle so i know it's a super niche question for the not whatever uh, it is what it is thanks bye i think that he likes to be dominated by women <laughs> um, okay i have so many thoughts i have so many thoughts i Gianna's was gonna i was gonna pass this question to you first and foremost yeah. Yeah, well, I um, surprisingly have a penis. Don't tell anyone. I really I love my penis. I know, but like when I see my penis, I'm like, that's a nice penis. Oh um, my okay, God. But outside I never of my thought penis, this would be on a yoga podcast. Gianna, but, Gianna okay. penises are part of our bodies. Okay. And uh, all I'm all we're trying to do okay. is ascend our bodies. <laughs> Okay, okay, let's get to the question. Let's get about to the question. Number one, number question. one, two-part question. Number one, I think any kind of yoga short that has compression shorts in the short are really good. I think that wearing like working out and having like cotton boxers or like um, mm -hmm. underwear over fitness shorts is not helpful. So like get athletic 
compression shorts. A lot of them, Lululemon, Nike, Adidas, have them built in. Are those and the so, ones that look like bicycle shorts with like regular shorts on top? Well, they so they there's different kinds. So they they have okay. they have those kinds which like the the, the underwear is like longer, like, yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah. a bike short. And then the Lululemon makes those and also makes the ones that are more like underwear. Yeah, and we're not sponsored by any of these companies. No, so no, no. if you wanted our sponsorship, we would exclusively say your brand, but there are so many brands out there. Yeah, v I mean, I don't know if I bet Viore has them. Like, I bet Viore uh, has them. We yeah. love Viore. Still not sponsored uh, by them though. Yeah, still not sponsored. Viore. It's a shame. Essentially, it's, <laughs> I mean, like any athletic brand is going to have shorts that have the compression for, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that would be number one advice is like buy something that, that has both. Of, it's like a two for one. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think that that tends to be really helpful. That really works for me. And I see a lot of students in them. Number two, if you have a penis that's so large, that's wrapping around your leg and Eagle, <laughs> number one, I would like to say congratulations. And number two, <laughs> I can't. okay, no, I, I'm just like, it's just, I'm like, I'm a child, like at my, I'm really immature. You know me, G. Like when you, when someone says penis, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I like, know. I'm, I'm like he a, actually had a hold on laughing even while listening to that. And I know that those types of questions can be really awkward to ask, yeah. but they're also really real. They're real. And in my, in my own way, like I can relate with, you know, well, my it's just like a hundred percent, you know, percent. Yeah. So there's, you should not be ashamed of your penis. If anything, you should love it. Masturbation is healthy. So um, <laughs> you just keep taking it, actually, it somewhere else. No, but actually, this is actually <laughs> just so everyone knows this episode is about masturbation. So um, if <laughs> I have a friend because I tell, she's a good friend of this person's a good friend of mine. And, uh -huh. um, I tell them to master because I can tell when they need to, cause they're like, they're frustrated. They're kind of down. I'm like, Bradshaw. have you masturbated? No, listen, I go, have you masturbated? And they said no. And then I go put it on your list. Cause they love to make lists and they just put M. So if someone sees it, they know what it means and they don't. Okay. Okay. So getting back, was, to, the, uh, getting uh, back to the side genitalia, point tip. getting back to the genitalia. Okay. And all seriousness, this, I mean, okay. Also serious. I'm actually getting serious now. Okay. 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 My ADD is I got ADD. -ing. So I do not think it's inappropriate to adjust your genitals in any yoga pose. Like in your, unless you're sitting there just like grabbing your crotch all the time. But like I see it all the time with people that have penises adjust their penis in eagle. I just love saying penis. I know you're and really owning I'm, it. No, but no. Okay. I'm just, you take that penis, but I want to, okay. But this is serious too. Everyone's going to laugh. You need to take <laughs> the entire thing. Like you need to take the, from the balls, balls from yeah. the, from the balls all the way up and you need to lift it because of course it's going to suck if your balls get crushed in Eagle. Yeah. You're like, you're never going to have children. So you need to just <laughs> you need, like, on, honestly. And the thing is, is like, guys know this, if you need to move it, like you can do it quickly. You don't have to be down there for a long time. Get the yeah, whole and you thing, don't have to like it up and you don't do have to it. be like, look at like, just do it very like nonchalant. Like, yeah. You don't have yeah. to like stare anyone else in the eyes while you're doing no, it. Just, like, no, do if it. someone's looking at you, adjust your penis. Then you say, get out of here. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's so stupid. Um, no, but no, but honestly, that's what I do. Like, literally, here's the answer. You take it, you pick it up, then you cross your legs. You get everything out of the way. Yeah. Literally. And then because this happens also, you see it in shallow awesome. You see it in locusts like mm -hmm. men. Like, do you want to crush your balls when you're laying on your pelvis? No. So you mm -hmm. take it and you pull it back. And like, I see that all the time in class. I'm not like they're adjusting their cock. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God. And as someone who's taken thousands of yoga classes. Oh, thousands now? Thousands. Me? Yes. I've like half my life of I practicing. I probably have taken thousands of classes. I believe you. I love you. Um, I've never noticed this. So it's funny. I mean, I must have been just so I've never thought about it and I never noticed it. So that's just, I just am saying that for anyone out there who would be embarrassed about adjusting that most people won't notice. They're so in their own minds that it's, no, but also like yeah. if you're really concerned about that, I just thought of another, like a light bulb thing, go in the back of the room. Yeah. Because if you're in the back of the room and everyone's facing forward, no one's going to see you adjust yourself. Yeah. If you're really concerned about people, and I get that, like if you're really concerned about people looking at you, then, then just go in the back of the room. No one's going to see shit. They may have mirrors in front of you. So uh, it, you can also ask the teacher to stand in front of you while mm -hmm. you switch sides. Oh my gosh. <laughs> can, can you imagine you call I the would, teacher over and be like, you're like, I'm sorry, I have a, um, I have a 15 inch penis. And I was just wondering if we switched our legs and eagle, if you could come over. Oh my goodness. Well, I, okay, I let just, me just feel tell you, we would never talk about this. We would never talk like this in class, but we're not in class. This is a podcast. That's true. And we're getting really real and candid about this stuff. And I just want to say like in my own way, like I have dealt with having to adjust, like, I'm just going to call it fleshy bits, whether it's like my chest, my chest face. He's like, I do not like, do that. not call it fleshy, fleshy bits. That's fleshy bits. Me wild. Fleshy bears. <laughs> fleshy Hello, bits. Please, well, please well, welcome to the stage. Why can't I say fleshy, fleshy bits? Because I remember when I first started practicing, I would always have to like, I had a bigger chest and I also had more mass in my like midsection. And so I would always have to move like either chest or parts of my belly to twist. And well, I, like, I literally have seen so many nipples and I, I like, I've seen some, like I had a friend. Wait, wait, and wait, wait. what? I've Why? seen like a breast, a breast come out, like from like jumping to the top of the mat and oh. like the breast falls out. And then they like, they feel so I'm embarrassed and I go, and I, I look at them and I go, no one cares. No one cares because you never, you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Put it back in. I have never, I don't know. No, I can't he, say, here's I mean, thing. I've seen, I've seen I, things. We've the, talked about this from teachers. I've seen inappropriate yes. teachers dressing, yeah, like, but yeah, like, like, I'm sure like there labias are labias and stuff. Yeah. Labias and nips and balls all from teachers. Well, what's really like when she's talking about her flat, when she is talking about her fleshy bits, let's all be serious. She has a 10 inch cock. And it <laughs> is stop. okay. I have to pull the reins at some point. I was like, okay, I'm going to let him have fun with this question. Cause I feel like you've been dying to get like down and dirty. And I'm like, okay, I take it over. But now this is where I rein it in. Um, no, okay. when I'm talking about fleshy bits, I'm literally talking about midsection and chest, like any Arda Matsyandrasana or like bindy twist, or it like, there's a lot of compression that happens that it just like, to connect the elbow to the knee or, you know, whatever it is, like sometimes you literally just have to like move your chest or stomach out of the way. And so I remember in my own way, feeling self-conscious to like literally move my midsection out of the way to help me twist, but you just, you got to do what you got to do. Yes. And so what you got to do is lift it from the balls, lift it up and then take Eagle legs. That's really the answer. Compression shorts connected to your actual shorts. That's the answer. We're ending this question because 
it's um this is probably the best question I've ever heard and I we have to end it now because I could talk about this for yeah it's hours. gonna go on like a million other tangents related to fleshy bits and wieners and whatnot please welcome the- that's my drag name please welcome to the stage <laughs> fleshy fleshy bits <laughs> oh, oh my it's goodness so, stupid. so you retired okay. you retired Krishna Das is your name yeah okay wait but Krishna, um I have a question how many questions do we have we're three, doing three two, questions two. an episode. We've got two more, baby. What do you want? Okay, let's. We got to start with the next one because I have things to do tonight. Second question. You know how I feel about I'm when you getting, rush she, things. She literally, I literally she will come. Literally, guys. The microphone. Everyone, everyone. The way that, the way that she looks at me, it, like the, if if you want to see what the devil actually looks like, just yeah. say you want to end something early with Gianna. She looks through the screen like you, piece of shit. Well, you're now I'm taking up to, more not time. Only, not only doing... gonna yeah, let's go. Keep going. We're going to the next question. Next question. Okay, so we're going to read. Thanks, the... listeners. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. <laughs> We are going to read the next question because it came in as a text and it's an anonymous, an anonymous message that came through our Instagram poll that we did. Okay. Here it is. Do either of you have experience navigating chatty Kathy in quotes students who get to the studio super early and try to stay after to talk? or trauma dump on you. And if we oh, do, God. what do we do about it? Okay. You want to, yeah. I, I really took over the last question. So do you want to start G? I just will start very simply with, yes, this has happened to me and I've learned the hard way. And also I've learned with encouragement from Bradshaw to set boundaries. And I wasn't great at it at first. And I would often be like, stuck at the studio, like 20 minutes after class, hearing about all these things on my unpaid time. And also it's like draining energetically. Also, some things are like outside of your scope of practice that people want to talk about. And it just became a really, um, a challenging situation for me to like navigate certain relationships that I had with certain students. And I remember Bradshaw telling me like, you need to say like, I'm, I'm here. If, if you're going to hang out after class, I'm here for, I'm staying five minutes. If questions about class, let's talk in those five minutes. But even still, I know that, um, it could feel harsh to like, just cut someone off. So it's, it's a challenging thing to navigate, but usually I will just be really upfront and honest and be like, Oh, I'm meeting a friend for dinner. I've got to run or like, I've got five minutes, but I'm doing this and I've got to run. Um, but Bradshaw, like you're the one who helped me set boundaries. So do you want to like, talk about your experience with like boundary setting with students? Yeah, I leave. (laughs) 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 You just put a, put a time cap on it, you know, put a time cap, which is just like, I can stay after for five to 10 minutes, but I, you know, and the thing is, is like, people don't know what you're doing after class. Be like, I have to go, you know, I have a meeting to get to. Maybe when you have a meeting, maybe the meeting can be with yourself because you need some time to reset before your next class. Uh, But the trauma dumping is real. Cause like sometimes when, when people are getting vulnerable, it's hard to do that. So Yes. Yes. For me, when it comes, if someone's like expressing something that seems traumatic, what I always like to do to kind of like nip it in the, in the bud for lack of a better terms, but also with, uh, you know, uh, with some empathy and concern say like, Hey, 
I can see that you're, you know, you've got a lot going on. Um, I literally say I go to this place called depth counseling that I really love. I love my therapist there. So do you have a therapist or someone to talk to? Cause I really think that would be helpful. Um, yeah. if you pull up your phone, I can give you the information. Yeah. That's what I wanted you to talk about. Cause I feel like you've been a big proponent of like sharing resources. And I, mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that's a very kind way of acknowledging that maybe something is beyond your scope, but you're still empathetic. You're still understanding and you can, you know, share those resources for them to like find, you know, the right person to talk about that sort of stuff with. And then just to make sure I'm answering the full question, were they talking about Chadi Kathy's like in the class at the beginning with each other? I, it mm. wasn't specific about- yeah with others or uh, with, um, yeah, I had, a, I had a thought, I had a thought on that, which personally, I, again, everyone's different, but I really enjoy some conversation that people are having before class, because I think that the community aspect of a yoga class, at least at the studios that I work at is really important. And such a big part of why people go uh, mm -hmm. is to connect with others. So as long, I don't mind if people are talking as long as they're not like screaming, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I also, I mean, on Saturdays when the class is packed, it's loud when I go in there yeah. and I, I personally kind of love it. I know that there are people that go to classes and they want it to be silent as soon as they walk in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, but my feeling is a lot of people, especially right now are lacking human connection. So yeah. going to the studio and having that and some laughs is warm, honestly, like warms my heart going in. Yeah. And I think if that is not your vibe. There are studios who do Absolutely. have that as a vibe. So maybe like you just need to know what you're going to anticipate. Like I used to teach at a couple of studios where it was always silent and like people knew that now you're entering like a quiet space where you're going to sit in meditation before class begins. And then there's others that are just more like open, casual and chatty. Like today I actually had two students talking to each other. There were two friends that were only talking to each other. They're the only ones in the room talking. It was a smaller class, like 10 people. And I, I started to talk to like begin class and they were still talking. So mm -hmm. I had to be like, you know, I wear a microphone at this place. I was like, okay, we're going to begin. Like I had to like, make sure that I created that separate. Do you want to know what I say? What? Do you want to know what I say? What? Well, because you know, I'm a little, like, I'm a little more and I'm just like, Hey everyone, this is a one white conversation starring me, not you. <laughs> okay. <everyone. laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if you t said the S word. No, sometimes I go shut the fuck up. That's literally what I'm talking <laughs> about. That's the S word. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it all, I mean, everyone has different ways of doing it. Um, but imagine but yeah. I said that I would be like the biggest bitch on two wheels. No, but that's also like, <laughs> that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be authentic to you. Like that wouldn't come, you would never do no, that. No, I would literally never say that, but I think that I would be perceived as a bitch, whereas you're perceived as like a funny, sassy gay guy. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that we did a really, you know, I think that we answered that question, which is, uh, have boundaries. Number one and two, when the class starts, just say, Hey, we're starting. Mary yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. The whispers don't come out on our cheap yeah. mics, but sorry, he, I, I, he, I, I didn't even notice that I whispered that much, but I guess I do. Yeah. You whisper a lot. And also it's really funny. Like when I'm editing episodes, when we go into like hysterics, like our laughs are uncontrollable. It. You just can't hear it. It's just like moments and moments of silence, but it's really like, <laughs> Can you hear I this? know. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just need canned laughter. Imagine. Whew. Okay. So we've got one last question. Let's hear it. Hey, Bradshaw and Gianna. Um, first I want to say I freaking love your podcast. Um, I think your dynamic is amazing. Um, and I had a question, uh, about yoga. I'm a part-time yogi, I guess you would say. Um, but I love how yoga makes my body feel, but, uh, I notice I have, um, reek, weak, reek, <laughs> not a word, weak wrists. And I was curious um, how I might be able to modify my practice because sometimes when it's downward dog and I stay on my wrists a lot, the pain kind of distracts me from the breathing and everything else. So any sort of uh, tips or tricks to sort of overcome this so I can still enjoy my practice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Love you guys. Okay. I love this question. Do you? I love it. <laughs> I think this is so, so, so oh, common and it's not like, I think it's very uncommon to like hear teachers give modifications for this. Cause it's just yeah. highly individual. There's so many things that are dependent on your anatomy that will make a difference. Cause this particular caller said weak wrists, but in my mind, I'm like, what does that mean necessarily? Like what? would like, how do you know it's a weak wrist or an anatomical issue that like the extension in your wrist just doesn't feel good or anything else? I mean, there's no injury as, as mentioned. So I often think that just extreme extension in your wrist, and that's the position your hands are in when you're in, uh, well, extreme would be plank down dog. Maybe you ease that ease up on that angle a little bit. But that is often uncomfortable. Like the degree of the bend in the joint can be uncomfortable depending on your anatomy, that bone on bone. And so the first thing I would say, like um, in a variation you can do to soften the angle of the joint would be to try to raise the heel of the hand up a little bit and essentially try to decrease the intensity of that angle. So if in plank, you basically have like a 90 degree bend in your wrist and that does not feel good, try scaling back, raising it up to be 80 degrees or 75 degrees or something like that. And ways that you can do that is by folding your mat or, um, I've seen people take yoga blankets and fold them at the top of the mat and they just put the heel of their hand on the blanket so that the rest of the hand slopes downward. They so also make that, they make that like, wedge. I don't know what it, it's like yeah. a, a wedge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They make specific wedges that you can buy. I've seen them at like TJ Maxx and Marshall's, but you could also buy you can them, get them on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. And it's just like a, like a yoga wedge. And that also, it's like something that you put your hand on that decreases that angle. Another thing you could do with the yoga blanket that I was talking about, instead of putting the blanket over the mat, I've seen people put that, put the blanket under the mat. So like where their hands go. So that again, there's like still that slope, but they have traction over it. So you might want to play with different ways of folding the blanket and different angles of, you know, wrist engagement. But unfortunately Vinyasa yoga, if that's what you're practicing, has so much so on many. the hands. So there's other things. Yeah, you can I, do. I always say that the 
I was just gonna say that I think that the hands in like in these poses, so in vinyasa at least, the hands in so many ways become the feet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much, you know, there's so much going on in the hands. And then like you're saying, there's other poses besides down dog. And I think there are really simple things that you can do. Like if plank is too much, take table. Yeah, or take forearm plank. Yes. Yeah, that's another good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's so, so just- many things that you can do. You could take dolphin oh. instead of down dog. Just kind of taking the wrists more out of the equation. Exactly. So you can play around with forearm variations, your forearm planks, your dolphin. You could also make a fist instead of putting your palm down. And some, um, I forgot what they're called. What are those like um, uh, parallel bars called that you, you know, put on the floors, like a lot of um, like gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones that the parallel bars. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of, yeah, like I know that. what you're talking they, They're you like, know, they're like little parallel bars. But you put yeah, them. exactly. They're like those tiny little parallel bars. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I, my mind is blanking on what it's called, but they're often used in calisthenics, but essentially you can make a fist on it and you can use those in a down dog or plank. That might be something that you like to bring to your practice instead of blocks, because you can maintain you know, a neutral wrist, no, no extension at all. If you make a fist. Um, yeah. So those would be my recommendations. Like when I hear weak wrists though, I'm like, well, then there's different things you could do to strengthen the wrists. Like if you literally like hand exercises where you can open and close your fingers, literally just holding your hands overhead opening and closing your hands really fast. You'll start to feel a pump in your forearm. There's other little things you can do, like hanging exercises that are beyond the scope of like the yoga practice, but, you know, working with a trainer, if you, if you do believe that it is weakness rather than like anatomy, then working with a trainer to focus on that would be super beneficial, but yeah, like hanging forearm pumping things, um, those little squeezy balls, like you could buy those on like those stress balls. That's really good. Not yeah, like squeezing them. That'll help strengthen the wrist and also like your grip strength as well. So that's just like off the top of my head. Do you want to add anything else before? No, no. I think that's really good, which is like, you have those, uh, you have the wedges, you have little parallel things. You could roll your mat over. You could grab onto, um, a yoga towel and you can do mm-hmm. that. Or you can just, again, the second part of this is not be on your wrist as much and yeah. learn. Well, that's, that's the second part. And the third part is strengthen, right? Yeah. So those are three Or options. maybe, and then the fourth is like, find a different style of yoga. That's more hands-free. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we solved yoga today. We solved the problem. Gianna, Gianna, <laughs> which is just like, it's like, you know, move your dick, don't talk in class and get something for your wrists. <laughs> Just really killing it. <laughs> Should that be the title of this episode? Yeah. Move, yeah. move your dick, <laughs> shut up, and buy a yoga wedge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that will be the name of my studio. My name, the name of my studio. Move yeah, your dick, okay. shut up, get a yoga wedge. <laughs> we are all so right, everyone. Um, oh, but just, just one. One more announcement. Um, we do have um, one room still open for Nicaragua. We would love for you to come. We keep saying this, but we really would love for you to come. We're not desperate. Believe me, we're not desperate. It's not desperate time. You'll notice <laughs> two weeks before when it's desperate time, I'll be like, if you don't come here to Nicaragua, I won't be able to pay for my rent. 
So I need you to come. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. About, You're kidding, I'm but it's true. We're like, jo- literally, we have eight months. It's fine. But yeah, around the fall, when we start pleading, then you'll know. We're like, come. Well, because I also don't understand. It's like when people are like, I'm really thinking about it. I'm like, commit then, bitch. It's part of yoga. Committing is part of yoga. Um, <laughs> I agree. But if you want to know more about the retreat, go to our website, kayayogaschool.com slash Nicaragua. Really simple hyperlink. We'll include it in the show notes, but I trust that you can remember that. And also don't forget that uh, we'll be doing more of these episodes. So let me know, let us know your questions that you can leave on the website. You can send them to us uh, via DMs and uh, we'll hopefully get to them all. So thank you for being a part of this podcast. It's been such a joy for us over the past couple months. We hope that you're enjoying listening and we'll see you all soon. Hopefully you'll laugh in the meantime. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.